Listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing What's up, Mets fans? Yeah, you know, it's I we just joked about how like wow, Julia's early, everything's on time. I got everything going here with the buttons. Except- I was just doing some last minute math because uh I decided yesterday to see if I could sell a, uh, a kidney after seeing the prices for the seven lines. You were going strips. to buy a train to sit in your warehouse. No, the train you I saw that in our group chat yesterday and I didn't reply because you know damn well. The train was going to end up making the seven line money. Yes, but down the road, not right away. You gotta you would have been sometimes fine for you right have to now. sit on things in order to make it in the future. Anyway, that's fine. We will get to that in a little bit. If you're tuning in on Facebook for the first time in maybe all season, I forgot to tell the people on Facebook what time the show was this week. Huh, so if you happen to just be like getting an alert that we're live uh and you didn't have prior notice because of Twitter, then I'm sorry, but uh we are live. <laughs> This is Orange and Blue Thing, Season 6, Episode 18. The Mets are now 71 and 39. The little Mr. Met chalkboard here is correct this week. Thank God. You jinxed us last week with that. Not really. They lost. Yeah, they did lose. So they are 7 up on the Braves last week when we we chat with our friends here Mm -hmm. at home. The Mets were 3.5 up, so they doubled that in the week. And they are still four behind the Dodgers. The only reason there we go. Oh wow, it's early wow. this week. Wow, 11.02. Early this week with the little sound that goes Crazy. off every single week. <laughs> What's up to everyone in Facebook saying hello in the chat. We appreciate you checking in each week. It's one of my favorite parts of the show is that we have live fact checkers slash producers yes. in our ears on our screens letting us know when we fuck up, <laughs> which happens more often than not. <clears throat> Damn, my throat's... I, I gotta are you take a okay? Sip. Take a sip. I don't know. Something's going on here. Have some water. <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm dying. <laughs> I can't. Don't let me die before November 9th. Is that what is that? Is that when the World Series ends? Is that when that's the parade? Okay, got it. Oh my god, no, no call. Who the fuck calls me during these times? <laughs> all right, anyway, <laughs> I'm all over the board here. Clearly, we're very excited. I'm giddy. It feels like 2015 all over again. Yeah. Last week we had Anthony to come on, which was was great to have. My phone is going nuts. My phone. I bought this watch. Is that like a it's, it's linked not to your a, phone? It's so annoying. The reason I don't have an Apple Watch is uh-huh. because I don't want the alerts on my watch. Right. I don't want to get texts and emails and phone calls, all the shit on my watch. That's why I don't have an Apple Watch. I'm like, all right, my last Garmin broke. I'll buy a new one. When I set up this new Garmin, uh-huh. it tells me everything. My ring will go off. I get a new follower on Twitter. This shit goes off. It goes off all day. That's and I went nightmare. into the settings and I can't turn it off. Not to like, to, like I were just going up. Why do you have a watch if not for the technological the aspect of it? Okay. Yeah, it keeps track of my laps. I was going to say. We have anyway, Mets show, right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, last week we had to come on. It was great to have him on. We had discussed the trade deadline. Now we're kind of going backwards too far because who gives a fuck at this point? Because right. Vogelback's killing it. Naquin last night, yeah. triple. Uh we were all very shocked. Mm-hmm. And I think you had wrote a tweet like, don't talk to me until the deadline because you were like losing your shit that they weren't going to do anything. Yeah. And they didn't do anything. Right. Which I think at the time was fair. Right. And again, it's it's one of those things that I, I don't think you'll really fully know if it was a mistake or not until you see the season through and see where the holes exactly. are. But you can't say anything for right now because everybody else has stepped up and picked it up and there's there's nothing to complain about so, in this moment. Exactly. Like we were also saying, you know, it, it's pretty tough because the Mets, yes, at the time of the deadline, they were, were still up in the, in the NL East, which they still are now, obviously. Right. But all the teams around us were getting better. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Like, are we that confident in what we have that it's like? Uh, it's like a term in, in like car racing. It's like run what you're brung. Like right. this is our team. Like mm-hmm. we have it. This is what we're confident with. We they did make smaller moves in the, in the big picture. Maybe they're bigger moves with Vogelbach and right. Vogelbaum doing his thing. But um, you know the Mets made smaller moves, which on paper didn't look like a big splash. While teams like the Padres or the Braves did a couple pickups, right. got better, and we kind of stayed the same. So we'll see. Trevor May is back. We talked about this. All year, uh-huh. getting players back like May and Degrom. <sighs> Degrom, the man. old regime used to tell us like, "Oh, it's almost like a big move, right. big trade at the deadline." 
but it actually is is and, right I now. Mean, when Anthony Tony, when our good friend Tony, Tony yeah, explained Tony. it. It did make a lot of sense in that I get it. Like if you're going, especially if you're talking about starting pitching, there's nobody that you're going to get that is going to be as good of an improvement as DeGrom would be if DeGrom can stay healthy. Right. The other side of that coin is, well, can he stay healthy? And what happens if he doesn't? And then you've done nothing and whatever. But I feel like DeGrom is very much the exception to that rule. Um I, I still would have liked them to get more bullpen help as happy as I am to have Trevor Maybach, but um, it just, and again, they're doing fine. So it doesn't matter, but it kind of stung a little bit when Givens, who was the bullpen help that we got his first start out was not great, but whatever, we'll have to see. That's, that's the only thing that makes me really nervous. I feel like the offense has proven itself enough that like, you know, as Keith likes to say, it ebbs and flows, but it always finds its way back. It's, the pitching lasting through October that I am a little nervous about, but yeah. for right now, whatever. Speaking of Keith, he's had such, he's had a few classic one-liners over the past <laughs> couple of days. Last night, uh, I, I tweeted out, but I, I can't remember exactly word for word, but he's like, I can, you can't trust an umpire that wears glasses. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was great. And I then, mean, it's true. Yeah, it was great. Their vision's compromised. And then uh, what was the other one he said on Saturday when DeGrom was pitching? Something about like an Olympian, Olympic god. He's like, <laughs> he's pitching like an Olympic god today. He's just, he's excellent. And, you know, the our whole booth, SMY broadcast has been amazing. You know what? I, I, I tweeted something out last night and people think I'm always extra hard on Gary. I'm not Gary's excellent at his job. I feel like it's all in good fun. It isn't good at this point. It is like, right. it's, I think Gary's phenomenal in the booth. Mm -hmm. We have the best booth in baseball, like whatever people want to say like, Oh, you're always just so bitter because of seven army, whatever. I don't, at this point, I think it's just funny. It's funny. I don't care. Whatever right. he could say, it doesn't have to say it. either way. He's great at his job. Right. Gary Cohn was trending last night on Twitter. And I was confused. I wasn't confused. Why? Cause I kind of had an inkling. Maybe, maybe why he was uh -huh. trending. Um, the Vogel bomb, shot to left which was like 60 feet from the wall right i'm on the couch and you know like when you're watching a baseball game it baseball games you don't have to be locked into your tv right. every single pitch you kind of watch the game while you're listening to it like and when gary's voice elevates then you look up i thought that vogelbaum shot was like 20 rows deep yeah. and it was like 60 feet shy of the wall and i jumped up I'm like oh shit and it and it was short and i wrote something like come on gary like right that wasn't even close to the warning track you know like we all want a vogelbaum but come on like right you know, whatever I sir, I saw in the corner of Twitter trending Gary Cohn. I was like, well, why? And it was all fans pissed. <laughs> like Gary just cummed his pants, like crazy shit. Like Gary Cohen did this. Like, and I was Poor like, Gar like I will say, and 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 again, like Gary's I feel the best. Like, Gary's great. Yes. And He's they also in, his job. in lots of aspects, they really do get better with age. The more time they spend together as a booth, they get better. Oh, the but best. you are starting to see, I feel like over the last few seasons, like Gary Cohen. And I don't know if this is just like revisionist history for me, but like years ago, I feel like he never misjudged any fly ball, any home run. Like his voice did not get excited unless there was a reason to, to the point where I would get annoyed because when I heard Gary wasn't excited, I'm like, it's really not a home run. Right, it looked right, whatever. Right, right. But over the past few years, and I don't know if it's because maybe his vision's going a little bit, they're getting a little older, but I feel like that part of his game is getting well, a little right. Like this is like Sterling esque, like Sterling yeah. will, there'll be a, a, a <laughs> he'll call a home run yeah and it'll in be his caught. obnoxious way yeah <laughs> like judge will be throwing a ball back in and be like yeah. oh home, home run, run. And like wait uh no it wasn't it was <laughs> caught um whatever i mean it is what it is but someone replied the only reason i'm even mentioning it like because obviously we're friendly with howie they're like right. you would never get on howie like that i was like well it's different because howie is painting the picture as i'm driving in my car or listening so you're not seeing right the ball be caught 60 feet shy. So like if Howie got excited, I would be like, oh, that was almost a home right, run. Right, right. You know? It's different because you can't actually totally see. Different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. So whatever. That's why they were trending or he was trending. But I do want to give a special shout out to the whole SNY crew yeah. because the broadcasts lately have stepped up dramatically. And, um, you know, by no means do I have like a film background. I right. did take some film classes in, in college about continuity and, mm -hmm. and shots and this and that, like certain things I used to edit BMX videos and whatever, so right. on and so forth. So I do appreciate and like look for that type of stuff, like mm -hmm. behind the scenes type content and material. The walkout the other day with Diaz was great how many views for them to not. Has? Well, I, I tried to look it up just now. This as of this morning, it had over seven, million. seven million something views, yeah. but not even that, that Sunday broadcast. I mean, I think that maybe also because it started late, people weren't like 
busy doing stuff. It's been so fucking right. hot at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. There also was that slight rain delay. The game started at 430 instead of 410. That game on SNY, I don't have it in front of me. If someone wants to tell me the numbers in the fact checker area, if they could check the um, that game on SNY was like the second highest viewed yeah. game in like SNY It's also history. DeGrom and yeah, DeGrom's first are back at City Hill. From start to finish, that broadcast was a masterpiece. I did not expect them to not go to commercial when DeGrom was warming up. Right. But that was like, I wasn't, this sounds so cheesy, but I was like not emotionally prepared for what that did to me. The fact that they didn't go to commercial made it just like how big of a moment it really was, it like finally resonated. Yeah. I started like tearing up. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Can you please just start the game? Like, but it was so, it was just so well done, all of it, which yeah, like, you absolutely. don't, I feel like you don't get that in a normal, maybe like a postseason game or like it's of a player's last game ever. But like for the broadcast to realize just like the, the big moments in the little games kind of thing. I think it, it's taking the whole broadcast to the next level. It's yeah. so great. So I want to give a shout out to uh, SNY's John DiMarcisco, which, uh, you know, he's been he's been very active on Twitter the past couple of days. He's yes. the director for SNY. So uh, what is it right here? Former film student and current film nut working in TV, mm -hmm. physical media. He grew up collector. a Mets fan, too. And that's even better. Yeah. So he grew up a Mets fan. You can see his photo here if you're watching live him having lunch with the whole booth. I guess they were out somewhere prior to a game and they met up with KB. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you follow him on Twitter, it's at John D. Marcisco. You'll see a lot of cool photos and like behind the scenes videos and stuff that goes on in SMY. But I guess it was his idea here. If you see regarding the Diaz video, I believe my exact words in the seventh inning were nobody knows it yet, but we're we aren't going to commercial when Diaz comes in. And then he wrote five plus million views later. But now it has seven point seven million views. Wild. Um, which is such kind of like a. I mean, I'm not downplaying it, but it seems like an easy concept to be like, all right, everyone loves Diaz. Why don't we just right. follow him out? Right, right, right. Like this is, you know, maybe it depends on who's pulling the strings. I don't want to shit on anyone that came before John. Right. You know, certainly the broadcast and SMY has been top notch forever, right. but the amount of things we're seeing lately has been elevating the broadcast so much where like I was home on Sunday. Mm. I didn't get to get out to city field. And I was like, I almost felt like a little bit like I was there. Yeah. And I really think it has something to do with, I mean, if you look just looking at John's profile picture and I honestly, I read a series of tweets today that talks about like, he's one of the youngest, I think like, I don't know what this official title is, but director or whatever it may be and all of sports. And I think the youth has something to do with it in that he's probably more active online. He's probably more in tune with what the fans are currently interested in, want to see what's popular and like diving into that. Where We're I talking feel about like, that with, um, um, shit. How do I, I wish I could help you, but I can't. He was on the show with us. He fills Dakota? in for Howie. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Jake. Jake. Yes. Jake. Jake. Same thing. You know, a little bit. No, Again, we're not. What do they call it when like people uh, say that old people like uh, when boomers? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, like ageism or something. When right. like um, no, it's it's not even about that. It's just the fact that if you're present online on the internet, people of all ages are on the internet. You're more aware of what people are currently thinking in the moment, what's popular right now, and I think that factors into it. And like that's not to say that people over the last fifteen plus years, I'm sure people in these positions have been following things online and keeping in touch or whatever, but there's a difference. Like right, you right, can right. see that there's a difference with the broadcast. And so I saw he, John had reposted. It was like one of his old childhood friends, like saw how much attention he was getting and posted this like whole thread of like, you know, he we were, like he's not even a Mets fan or something. Like no, that? no, no. He is a Mets fan. Okay. He was like, we were best friends in middle school and high school. And all we did, he would make me every single day watch SNY, watch the Mets on SNY. Uh -huh. So he grew up watching SNY and like he would study the broadcast and he went to school and somehow. No, not him. I think his job. friend's not a Mets fan. I think yes, he wrote his friend like... is a Braves fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what his I meant. friend is a Braves fan, but he reluctantly watched every broadcast anyway. Yeah. So again, I feel like we say this every time. Like it's so freaking awesome that, and I don't know if it's by design or coincidence. I'm sure it's not coincidence, but all of these people that elevate to these great roles in the Mets broadcast grew up Mets fans and it makes it so much better yeah promote and I from think, within yeah, yeah exactly. and I think that that plays a role in it too you well, grew up watching SMY the same thing that we were talking about you know almost weekly now we talk about like how Joe DeMeo you know and uh yes. Jacob Resnick mm -hmm. and you know Mark and uh James with Mets Up podcast mm -hmm. like the Met, like people are getting so smart and like why don't we just bring in people right. who are already fans who already you know? have a following by right, Mets right. fans Totally. So another thing, uh, well, you know what I was saying? I was watching the game with Kelly and the whole the whole warm up. And uh, I guess they had 
the production booth had said to like Gary and them, like, hey, yeah, we're gonna we're let, not going to commercial. We're, no, not only that, like we're gonna let like uh, Simple Man play, yeah, for a little bit, like just kind of don't say anything, right? So they the warm up pitches for Degrom, he comes out and like it's kind of like you're watching, you know, you felt like you're at the game. It was great, yeah. right? But how? I don't know if that's even legal. Like, I don't know if if like um, to I don't think play it's... music. I mean, you could play it in the background. Well, no, because think about it. When they do any sort of like big important pregame ceremony, and there's like a video montage, like the music is allowed to play on I don't the know. TV broadcast. Because I've heard times before where like they were they did like the away. You know when they show that that graphic of the cartoon, yes. uh, like who's going to be on mm-hmm. in the booth? There was some there was some music playing recently mm-hmm. that may have been from like. Um, uh may have been from like uh, uh Kirby enthusiasm or okay. something and i think that keith was even like are we allowed to be playing this right now like i i think that music is a big deal like right now if i was to yes. play, if i was to let that play right now as we're live on facebook we would get kicked off so yeah. like there's certain things you can't do but i also think like i don't think that um he came up with this idea like i know but as moment. it was going on like i could see them getting in trouble but that's why I but not, that's but... why i think it was something that he thought of in advance and probably spoke to the powers that be got whatever approval he needed or was told like green lighted yes i guess okay. but then they did narco so it's like i know i know i don't know so one more thing before we move on from this you know sny you know us just totally stroking them <laughs> but uh the other thing that i've been loving over the past few days is when they win and they're at home because I don't think they could do it on the road. Oh yes, the the cameraman runs out from. I guess he has he's stationed or, or waiting right. in the bullpen, and he runs out, meets Marte. Marte untucks his jersey and runs out to center field. They do that group shot, yeah. and then he follows them all the way back. You know, he, last night he went in and, and shook Buck's hand and all that. Right, he followed Marte like the whole time. So that shot also, I guess, was the idea of so John. fun. So uh, let's see if I could pull it up here. Yeah, so I wrote that last night. Can't get enough for the outfield group shot, and then. He replied with a photo. <laughs> I guess someone was able to snap it. So <clears throat> TV legend John Stendel, I hope I'm saying that right. It's Stendel or Stendel, uh, charges out of the bullpen. Pete. What did I say? John? Oh, I'm sorry. John. John, John <laughs> tweeted that TV legend Pete Stendel or Stendel, I'm sorry, uh, charges out of the bullpen gate after the last out and does a damn fine job keeping up with Marte for the family photo all the way to Buck by the dugout. Uh, not bad for a guy on the wrong side of 60, a legend indeed. So I definitely do recognize uh, Pete from City Field, you right. know, working for SNY all around the ballpark. So um, if you haven't seen it, this is great. If they're doing it after every it's win great. now. It's and awesome. then they stop, pose, bang, <laughs> awesome. And you know what? They're having fun. I know. You're having fun. I and know. you know what really, thinking about Diaz, this is the same person. What happened over the past couple of years? Yeah. How is this happening? And I, I think it's a lot of confidence. Diaz is such a perfect example of like, and not that I ever approve of, and we always like reprimand Mets fans who boo players and are shitty to people on social media. But like the other side of the coin, if you can have the thick enough skin to stick it out in New York and like make the adjustment and see it through. I feel like Evan Diaz is a perfect example of like how rewarding it could be. Not that anyone should have to subject themselves to like, you know, being harassed by fans or anything, but like I give so much credit to Edwin Diaz because I know I, you and anybody else like in 2019, 2020 or whenever he was here, you know, we weren't really, we didn't have the best things to say about Are him. You kidding? I was past. looking it up a couple, a couple like last week, maybe. Uh, I just searched Diaz and like all-star. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I searched Diaz and like trade deadline or something. Uh-huh. And the amount of people that two years ago were like, let's get rid of him. Right. And I think I replied to someone like, he's what's he worth? Right. Meaning like how the same conversation we had get? last week about Dom Smith. Like right. what's Dom worth right now? And listen, I don't think any of those criticisms. That, though? No, I don't think any of those criticisms at the time were unfair. He was that bad. But I think it's just such a great example of like, listen, just put your head down, do the work, stick it out. And like, Watch how quickly a city will get behind you. Yeah. And I think it's awesome. The Trump so let us definitely know. helped. Absolutely. And it, <laughs> I screenshot it. But remember the person yesterday in the comments uh, on Facebook? I just started the post with trumpets. And someone wrote, what's this trumpet thing about? <laughs> like, you know what the song is. You hear the song. Everyone's right. like, how do you not know? What, what do you mean? I don't know. Someone wrote back. Did you? Okay, maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they deaf. I don't know. But like, <laughs> well, maybe they don't know. I you guess. Know? But. 
I don't, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So let us know where you're watching from in the comments. We are live all across the platforms. We appreciate you guys checking in each week. If you're listening afterwards, make sure you subscribe, review, do all that good stuff on, you know, iTunes or whatever. We do still have a lot to get to. We're actually talking a lot about the Mets today, which is excellent. So crazy. Look um, at us go. We got cover- a brief detour about watches, but we got right back on track. Yeah, watches <laughs> and also the the train. We jumped around for a little bit in there in a second in the beginning, but um, <laughs> we are also announcing uh the first who's going to throw out the first pitch for the seven line army next saturday not this coming saturday the one after the 20th on game one in philly i reached out to the phillies uh saying that mr met was going to do it Mm -hmm. and unfortunately they said that they they could not accommodate that so mr met will not be throwing out the first pitch even though he said he would uh we will announce who's going to in just a little bit and we also have the playoff strip details for the seven line army we talked about it a little bit on instagram live just before we went live here uh, I have all the details and we will relay that to you guys in just a little bit. So if you are if you are a season ticket member, which isn't really a season ticket, it's a 12 game home package. If you're a package member with the seven line army, you automatically have the option to purchase a full strip every single possible playoff game at City Field. You don't have to purchase it. You don't lose your spot for next year if you don't purchase it. Um, but that's the story. Any available seats after that process is over will go to the public, but the public is only for fans that have already purchased tickets to sit with us at some point this season. So like your ballpark app number and and all that stuff. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. But first things first, this weekend, Mets versus Phillies at City Field. Uh, I don't think that uh, Mr. X Thor will be around. No, I think we miss him. I think we miss him, which may have been on purpose because just like he didn't want to pitch against us when he was an Anaheim Angel, When the Mets were out there in Anaheim, I think that he does not want any part of us and this time either. Something tells me he won't be showing his face in the bullpen pregame either <laughs> and interacting with the seven line army. I don't think so. Well, a lot of times when like the the starting pitchers, they don't need, oh, actually, you know what? The Mets starting pitchers, remember they used to yes, all walk out together. They, and I think they, they do, do I think most teams do that. All the starting pitchers will watch the starter warm, warm up, up and then walk back together. So we should be there. At some point, but I don't think he will make a visual appearance for Mets fans to well, see we'll until see. the last possible second. We'll see. So maybe we'll get to maybe we'll get to him next weekend when we're, we're there. Well, I keep saying next week, but the following yes. weekend when we're in Philly. So if you're going to be hanging out, um, it's going to be a very busy day on Saturday. Ron Darling Bobblehead. It is the second part of the three part Gary Keith and Ron Bobble. Also. It's not confirmed, mm-hmm. but I did the math. And five day, five games yeah. since Sunday with the off day on Thursday, extra day of rest is DeGrom yep. on Saturday. Yep. So I got a text from someone on the inside that said, make sure you people know to be prepared because it's DeGrom and Ron Bobblehead. I was like, wait, is that confirmed? And it's not confirmed, but, but I guess it's, it's just It's scheduled. It's scheduled. So yeah. even though nothing's really been out yet, I'm almost positive yeah. that Saturday is going to be. So get there early. Get there early. Do not try and roll up like half an hour before game time and think you're going to have an easy time parking. No. And just be prepared. If you are driving, know that lately it's been kind of a, a, a nightmare. Shit show. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure the Mets probably don't want me to say that, but it, it, it has been. Yeah. You know, you need to schedule yourself to get there early and prepare that you're not just going to breeze out of the parking lot right. when you leave and people keep saying well, well you're this your brand's the seven line why don't you take the seven train i'm like well not everyone lives off the seven train and right. also when you're tailgating you got to bring shit yeah you can't really bring a cooler and grills and Did all this shit really say that to yeah, you why don't time. you take this up from patch hog all the time <laughs> but even when i lived in queen still it's like i can't take like i, right. I gotta bring shit right tailgating means you have a tailgate yeah you don't want to be that guy shit. on the train yeah so anyway with a grill whatever people like to just write shit on the internet <laughs> so get on down to the tailgate in the marina lot it is in the usual spot if you don't know where that is go to the seven lines website click the little blog button scroll down has all the details here and a map if you uh need a visual representation of where we're going to be there's even a little like pin there so mm-hmm. uh if you're taking like a ride share or uber or whatever just tell them marina east corona new york 11368 There'll be a bunch of conies there, first come, first serve. For anyone who's 21 and over, we will be looking for your IDs. Not that it's even really technically legal to be drinking in the parking lot, but lately over the past few years, it's kind of been a thing where it's just kind of accepted. Make sure you're not being a jerk and, you know, drink out of a red cup. Right. Um, and, And that's the story. So come on out for that. It should be a great time. If you happen to miss out on tickets, where can people buy tickets, Julia? 
the only place to buy tickets is TickPick, which I did purchase more. I purchased amazing seats for my dad for Scherzer's start, the second game of the doubleheader, right behind home plate, 19 rows up, section 15. It was like, they were like 160 each, which is a steal for that section behind home plate. Today's the ninth, right? You Today can get, how much, don't even look at the screen. How much do you think you can get into the game tonight for at City Field? The, the least expensive price. And there's no fees on this either, which is insane. It's the Reds. So I'm going to say like 15 bucks. $6. Shut up. You can go to tonight. The Mets are uh, 71 and 39. Go see your first place up by seven games. 71 and 39. New York Mets for $6. How much $6. do you think you can get in for tomorrow? Don't look at the screen. Well, it's, it's also a day game. So but it's summer. Kids are out, you know. School didn't start yet. Ten, five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no fees. You, back in the day, when you'd use other websites to maybe purchase tickets that weren't Mets.com, right. and you saw a ticket price like this, like yeah, the seat's six bucks, but the service charging me ten. Right, you're paying at least twenty dollars on a six dollar ticket. No, so tonight you can go for six. Tomorrow you can go for five. Even. Uh, this Friday you can go for sixteen, which this, is wild. This Saturday. Which is Degrom, uh, Degrom and a bobblehead. We day. hope and a bobblehead day twenty six bucks. Get on it and no fees. No, it, fees. why you're not using TickPick? I don't even understand. So TickPick.com. Scroll through. You can click on which game you want to go to. It opens up the map. You see a star rating that'll show you if it's a great deal, bad deal, whatever. Uh, and you can sort it by quantity, crazy and price. So, for instance, tonight, if you wanted to sit, let's pick like a little bit of a, a, a go to a bougier section. A, a, a better maybe seat. So this is 329 row seven, which is uh has club access and it's underneath the overhang on left field. $53 for those, which is a C deal, which means it's not that great. Um and it's honest, it tells you. Yeah, it tells you, it tells you what's the best. So anyway, go check it out. Tickpick.com. Don't forget about the promo code, right? Yes, our promo code OABT, if you are a first-time user. Gets you $10 off a purchase of $99 or more, which honestly may be hard to use because their prices are so freaking cheap. I don't know how you get to $99 unless you're balling out. Well, you buy more than one ticket. There you go. So if you're buying, let's say, a family of four and it ends up being more than $100, bucks, yeah. you are going to get your 10% Family back. of four, Not $5 tickets is $20. <laughs> right. So go ahead. Be bougie. Get a nicer seat and use the promo code. OABT. Absolutely. So we are jumping around a little bit because I want to go back to something that really I wish I knew how to speak Spanish. Because I don't know if you saw this. I'm going to play a, a couple uh, clips here okay. that I hope don't flag the site, which I don't think it will because there's no music involved. But the Spanish broadcast of the uh, the DeGrom game uh -huh. on Saturday, on Sunday, uh -huh. is phenomenal. I wish, I, like, honestly, I get, you don't even need to know Spanish to hear someone get like excited about right. what's going on. Right. But I love it. So hold on a second. I'm going to scroll back because I liked a tweet. That was put up. Uh, damn, I hope I can get to it fast enough so I'm not just uh, rambling here for a second. No, it's fine. Um, the Spanish broadcast of any sporting event is worth oh, we listening to. Let me pull this up. Let me share. Um, sorry, guys. Live, Live show. show. Oh, so I have no idea what they're saying, but I know swing. Right. Obviously, we know swing, and it's and it's great. I, I honestly, I I could watch the entire broadcast like that, and just hope that I could one day understand all of it. Right. I mean, I'm still young enough to learn, but uh, I think that's phenomenal. Uh, someone in the comments here is saying, Julia, your flashlight is on, Ugh. and you're killing your battery. I'm sorry. I don't know how. <laughs> I feel like such a boomer. I don't know how that happens. I'm dealing with dog drama, so I'm sorry for even being on my phone. But I, has that happened to you since I turned on facial recognition? Yeah. Like it unlocks my phone without realizing and somehow I don't know how the flashlight gets turned on. 
Because I have a hard time turning it on when I'm trying to turn it on. It's just crazy. I'm looking at the comments now. How many people realized it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sitting here like visibly on my oh, phone no, and the <laughs> flashlight's going off. So that's probably why. But I'm sorry. I, I had to send an important dog. Listen, you're text. a business owner. It's totally fine. <gasps> um, I don't know if I asked people where they're watching from, but let us know. And we will uh, shout you out and share you here on the show. So um, first pitch. Should we get to that? Yes. Drum roll. So, well, let's let's build it up a little okay. bit here. So. Um, this isn't the first time the Sevlon Army, uh, someone from the Sevlon Army has thrown out the first pitch. Mm -hmm. It happened once at City Field years ago. Um, I can't remember which game it was or what year. It may have been around 2014 or 2015. Uh -huh. um, I didn't do it. Like, it's always offered. If it's ever offered to us, I don't want to be the guy who's like, I'll do it. Right. Like, I'll just like step up and be like the guy. Right. If like the Ducks or someone whoever was like one day was like, Darren from the seven line. Yeah. Sure. Invite if I'm invited, I'll do it. But right. if it's given to the group, I'm not gonna be like, I'm the I'll man, I'll it. take it, you yeah. know. So I'm not doing it. But in St. Louis, we absolutely had someone throw out the first pitch. Uh -huh. Um, I'm almost positive it may have happened in either Arizona or Milwaukee, somewhere, somewhere I think, else. I don't think it was Arizona because I was on that trip and I feel like I would have remembered someone from the group doing it. Maybe not. It was a long also, trip. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, we're also in the pool. Yeah. But that was, before. that was that wasn't. Yeah. Either way, still. this is not the first time. But, um, you know, Mets Phillies has always been, you know, somewhat of a rivalry. I mean, maybe not as much this year, but in, in years past, for sure, especially with the proximity to New York and how many fans go down there. So I guess this is just a perk that you get if you sell a lot of tickets. Right. So, Last year we didn't get it because we took the left field scoreboard area, which I think only held only holds like 800. Right now we moved to behind home plate a little bit up, um, a little bit up from. It's basically like the 500 levels for us, but right. they call it 400 whatever there, mm -hmm. and we have 1500 tickets. So I guess once you sell that many tickets, you, you get, get to throw perk. out the first pitch. So if you watch last week, I put out a tweet which I actually had to take down. Why? Because they weren't happy that I, and I'm not trying to get on the Phillies' bad side. I think right. it's like all in good fun type stuff. Right. But I posted that uh, that PDF of like the details about the first pitch, uh -huh. like wearing Philly stuff is recommended, this and that. Right. And they were like, uh, it came to our attention that you like tweeted out like our entire information for our first pitch. Can you take that down? I was yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't think that was confidential. So right. that came down. But in that tweet, I did mention like, hey, maybe Mr. Met could do it. And uh -huh. Mr. Met replied, I'm down. And then I reached out, like I just said a little bit ago, if you missed the beginning of the show, I did reach out and say, we're going to have Mr. Met do it. And uh -huh. they were like, yeah, we can't really have that happen. So lame in years past cowards for certain perks. I'm almost positive we've done this more than once. It happened a couple of times at the Cyclones. Uh -huh. I don't think maybe it's spring training. I don't know. Either way, we've done this a few times where we put in like the order numbers and it's like a random number generator. Uh -huh. I figured this time I'm going to just pick somebody because not that it's not as special if you know, no offense. Like I, I, everyone that wants to cheer with us, it's excellent, but of like, course. not that certain people are more important than other people. But like, I think after the is hundreds and something outings that we've done, why don't pick someone that has been to the majority, been of to them. the majority of them, not myself included. And, uh, maybe we'll see if anyone in the comments can, uh, any guesses guess who is selected. So I texted this specific person saying, Hey, what time are you going to get to Philly? They said um, they're going to take the bus, like the round trip bus from City Field. Um, but that would definitely get there, get them there in time. So I was like, cool. How's your arm? Can you reach home plate? Like I was kind of like building it like, yeah, I could throw a ball. Yeah. So I was like, right, cool. So how about you throw out the first pitch for us since Mr. Matt can't do it? So without further ado, if you can even hear this little drum roll, <laughs> the Seven Line Army first pitch thrower on August 20th at Citizens Bank so Park long. for game one before the Mets first Phillies in Philadelphia will be <laughs> Mr. Andrew Indart. Woo! So Indart's going to throw out the first pitch. Uh, and it said actually on the paperwork that said like title. <laughs> General. Because no, because because, you know, normally like they offer this to like uh, an organization right. or like a school, like oh the principal or whatever. Yeah. So I wrote Andrew Indart and it said like pronunciation. I was like, you don't really need to know how to pronounce that and right. then the, underneath that said title i wrote general of the seven line <laughs> army so the general will be throwing oh out my god the first pitch god bless i was telling you this army. before we came on here and not to put pressure on andrew but like 
I would be so nervous. You know, you're going to walk out there in Mets uniform. You're going to get booed by everyone there. But that's so much pressure. And Andrew will be fine. But I would I would be very nervous. And everyone, if you're if you're listening afterwards, all the comments saying well deserved. Awesome. Congrats. I knew it. Everyone's <laughs> excited for uh, the general. Yeah, it's Let's very well deserved. Knew that before I even said it. Uh, David Cancel was a good guest, but not not David Cancel. I have a great story about David Cancel, which I'm never gonna let. I'm never gonna let him live this down, and I'm never going to not remind him of this whenever it actually comes up. So, okay, first game, which is coming up soon, the 10 year anniversary of the Southern Army is September 27th, 2012. That's the wild. 10 year anniversary <laughs> is coming up of the Dickey game. I thought I had a photo here a while ago, but. The R.A. Dickey 21. Oh, you know what? It's in the back near the back door. So when uh, R.A. won his uh, 20th uh, game, which of is the wild season, that that was 10 years ago. Yes. And we were there and it just happened to be our first ever outing. And then after that, we were like, all right, we have to do this every day mm-hmm. or every every year. Um, I was giving out thunder sticks, which we don't do anymore because in the beginning they were bring them back. <laughs> I would. But you know what it is? It's it's a big expense. Yeah. And not everyone like not everyone was using them anymore. They're like, all right, we sat here a hundred times. Right. Do we have to do this every game? So I was noticing like a lot of unopened wrappers. And I was like, well, this is just money laying on the floor. Yeah. So we stopped doing it. So we're in McFadden's prior to that first ever outing. And I've known can't sell now, which is crazy. Way over a decade. Right. And I'm like, hey, dude, here's some thunder sticks. If you could take some. And I, that's probably why I asked him, too, because I knew him. I was mm-hmm. like, can you hand them out to people around you? And he's like, Darren, like, he's so genuine. Like, And like, he didn't want to hurt my feelings. He was like, I just want to let you know I'll help, but I'm I'm not into thunder sticks. I'm not going to do thunder sticks. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, I'm, you're not forced to do anything when you right. sit with us, you know? So he takes the thunder sticks. I guess he hands them out. The photos come out. The next day, we were everywhere. Newspapers. Everyone wanted to know, like, what is this crew? Yeah. How are they wearing the same shirts? Why are they all holding, like, 20s after Dickie right. won? And, it's, and it is David Cancel. I actually sent him a photo where everything was black and white except him. Standing there with the fucking thundersticks <laughs> like this. So excited with his thundersticks when he didn't want to use them. He made it a point to tell you I'm not going to I'm not use using the these, Darren, but I'll help you you know, distribute them. And then he's like standing there, like smacking them, you know, that's so funny. I love it. So that's, that's, it's infectious. Yeah. Fun is infectious. And What's I, going I was just on right say, now is fun. You should bring them back for the postseason Cause I feel like people would use those. And I don't even know if we had them in the postseason in 15. No, I don't think we did. I think they were gone by then. I don't. And there's that, that's that noise again when I'm thinking, <laughs> you're, you're um, thinking noise. I don't know. We'd have to check the photos. I don't think they were, I don't think we had them in the playoffs. I feel like I would remember that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, we certainly could. You know what it is? There's so much planning that went into that. I used to go in early, uh, sort of Lizzie, and we've had people help out over the years where we would put them in every cup holder, Uh uh, which is a lot of work. It's 800 and something seats. So it wouldn't take that long. We would split up into the sections. Yeah. I think on playoff games, it's kind of really difficult to do that. get in that early. And like you can't ask like, they're so busy in there to ask interns to do that. I think if we did it, I'd maybe buy boxes and just throw them out. Or could you throw them into the stands? Could you? Oh, no, because everything's electronic now. Back in the day, you would like mail out playoff strips. You'd have your tickets in person. But I was going to say, could you mail them out with the strips? But you don't do that anymore. No, no. Never mind. So we will get to the strips in a second. But while we're on the topic of uh, Philly, don't forget about the pregame party because we're going to be at Xfinity Live. We were there last year as well. This year is going to be pretty crazy because it is a doubleheader. Um, When the game got pushed and then they changed it to a double header i was like no way in hell are we doing the night game of a double header right when people are hanging out all day in the sun and drinking at the bars and you know i do not want the seven line army to be responsible it's for not your mess <laughs> yeah i was like i'll go to the game but i am not organizing game two so right. game one uh the citizens bank park pre-game double header will be at xfinity live which is directly across the street from the ballpark if you haven't gotten your shirts by now and your tickets, uh, everything should be pretty much caught up by today. Tomorrow, you should have it by Friday. Uh, if you don't, let us know. But when things go out, you'll get an email with tracking. So this is what the shirt looks like. It says love, almost like the Love Park logo, but not really because we didn't want to get sued. <laughs> so it says love. It says the Seven Line Army Phillies, uh, the Seven Line Army Philly 2022. And uh, the information's here. So if you really need the address, uh, you can Google it, but it's right across from the ballpark. And um, everyone in the event T-shirt will get $4 plus tax, Bud Lights and McUltras from 10 a.m. to 105. And then the drink specials will start back up between the games. So right after game one until seven o'clock. So if you want a place to hang out, there is an indoor outdoors. If you want to break from the heat, 
get in the AC. They have the inside and the outside, but our special will be exclusively at the outdoor bar. Um, last year, they tried to do indoors and outdoors for the special, and it became a little bit of a nightmare because um, the the place. I, did you go last year? Yeah. The place is gigantic. I know. So huge. like the inside bar was like confused. They didn't know what was going on. The yeah. outside bar did know what was going on, but they didn't have all the correct drinks. Right. So like it was kind of all over the place. But so this year I talked with Justin, who's been great. It's a friend of a friend uh, from some guy I know in Philly, uh, Richie Ruth, who's the man. Um, he's like, listen, why don't we just do it? We're outside because that outside area is huge. Anyway. Yeah. It's not going to hold 1500 people, but it right. is big. Um, why don't we just do the outside spot to the left of the entrance? So right. go there. You'll see everyone in the shirts and we will hang out. So we're going to get to the playoff details in just a second. But if you haven't heard by now, Coney Island Brewing Company is absolutely phenomenal. And uh, we bring them. We bring Coney's to all of our tailgates. And, you know, we try to do our best to uh, support those who support us. So. They are now a official partner of the Mets, and you can get in the running to win uh, season tickets to next season, which is freaking. Every single week, I look at this. I'm like, this is not. Like, how is this a thing? This. How is this even possible? But yeah. if you haven't got involved yet, you should because it just takes two seconds. Maybe do it after the show. Uh, text the word Coney Mets one word to eight five five nine three three four two two three. That's how you're automatically put in the running to win. Two season tickets to the next season at City Field, a $100 gift card for the brewery in Coney Island, and two uh, prize packs of Coney Island Mets shirts, hats, pint glasses. I'm sure they'll hook you up with a whole bunch more, and um, you, you should get involved in that. If you happen to be at City Field anytime soon, though, you can also get involved. There's like a little QR code um, while you're waiting online at their port portable bar located Behind section 114, they have all the limited season releases, including the mermaid, the mermaid, the beach beer. And, uh, you know, you should definitely get involved next time you're at City Field. But Julia wrote it down because we always have fun with this each week. And maybe we shouldn't because, you know, they're official partner. We should of the really Mets. just learn. We should probably just learn and not just be jackasses well, here. Some Somebody last week wrote it out phonetically for us, and I wrote down the phonetic spell. Okay, so at... In Coney Island, where the Cyclones play, is the home of the Coney Island Brewing Company right. Brewery. So you can go there. It's open all year round, 1904 Surf Avenue in Brooklyn, home of the Cyclones. They have 12 taps of limited brewery-only exclusive beers, including a full kitchen and an indoor-outdoor space. But Julia will let you know how to say the name of the ballpark because I have no idea. I I believe this is correct. <laughs> Maimonides. Maimonides. Maimonides Stadium Field? What is it? <laughs> Who cares? Maimonides. Maimonides. Uh, Maimonides. Maimonides Park. Maimonides Park. Did we say it right? Anyway, that's where it is. You guys should go and hang out and check it out. But also, don't forget to go on their website. You can use the beer finder. You type in your zip code. It'll tell you where you can purchase the beers. It is an excellent tool to find where you can purchase your own Coney Island brews to get ready for a game at home maybe a tailgate or just kicking back by the uh, pool before the end of summer. I can't believe it's almost Labor Day. Thank God. What? I, When you have my job, summer's fun for you. Summer is your fun work season. Summer is my miserable work season. That's why I'm never at games because I'm always freaking working. So I am very excited for things to slow the hell down. Speaking of <sighs> slowing down, I talk about this all the time. I think after the season is over, or maybe I should start now because I want to get ahead of it. I have to send in my tape for Survivor. <laughs> I like play. I, I, I have. I had where you were going with that but i didn't know well it was because there. i can't like i'm pretty sure survivor films in the winter uh -huh. pretty sure yeah i'm gonna say it during now. my tape like i cannot if you pick me and you think i'm great for the show i can't do it in the summer i'm right. sorry but if you film in january i'll be there so um i think i'm gonna start maybe today maybe i'm gonna start today okay filming my i have dreams <laughs> about my audition tape i swear to god like follow what i'm going to say follow your dreams kids so audition for survivor maybe you guys will watch if I'm on, you could, you know, talk shit on oh, Twitter. Oh, 100%. I'll start my own podcast just to like live react to Darren on Survivor. We'll stream every Tuesday in, in place of this. I think I'd be good at it. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to start and be like, I already know what I'm going to say. Okay. Well, how am I going to start it? What I see it, I hear it in dreams and I'm like, all right, let me wake up and write this down. I'm like, <laughs> Hey, I'm Darren. I'm 41 years old. I live in Long Island originally from Queens. I am a husband, a father, a full-time Mets fan, and a part-time motocross racer. I feel like my job with the Seven Line Army is a 
a perfect formula of what it's like to work in a, in a large group of very diverse people. And I think that, um, you know, obviously I'm going to chop this in. I'll have whatever, some clips from games. There's another sound. We'd be like, I'm very comfortable on camera. I host a podcast. Sports Illustrated did a full-blown documentary on us. I've been on the news a bunch of times. I'm I, I got a following is what you're saying. I'll bring no, no, meaning in. like I'm not going to sit there and put the camera on. They want me to talk no, shit but about But that also helps that you have a following that will bring viewers in. That's, Julia that's eating the last bowl of rice. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> go fuck yourself. I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm going to bring it. I'm not going to be on like the confessional area and be like, well, Julia ate the rice. And <laughs> Why is it me eating the rice? <laughs> Why am I the villain in your survivor story? I don't know, but that's the story. So I'm going to start it, I think, soon. Oh, my God. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. So, do you know how many people want to kill you right now because you dangled postseason information and then went off a tangent about how you're going to audition for Survivor? Julie, do you know this isn't your first show? <laughs> you know that, that you put the stuff that people want to hear at the end of the show. I know. Come I on. know, but you just it's And listen, I'm really I'm really kind of pissed at you. Why? For eating that last bowl of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deserved it. By it the way, rice. by the way, uh-huh. how cool is it that Howie Rose says that you have some talent with putting the books? Howie Rose saying that is Howie Rose having two daughters and being a very nice man and being like, this was terrible, but I can't say that to her and I can't act like I didn't see this because he knows that I did. So thank you, Howie Rose, for being a nice person. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, we put it up or I put it up like immediately after the show was over last week because I didn't have my computer set up for the put it in the books uh-huh. and i said it i made you say it we're not like, doing that again even though you didn't want to say it and you're wearing your i was wearing the freaking bucket hat and you're like howie rose look at this he said you were great that's why i ate your damn rice you did it yeah thanks a lot <laughs> eating the rice so let's uh announce the coney island swag giveaway for this week if you want to get involved in next week's giveaway and you're watching today's show or listening to today's show go over to facebook hit the little share button if you're going on if you're watching on twitter hit the retweet button Everyone would be put in the running. We randomly select one person per week, and that person wins a prize package that we ship out from Coney Island Brewing Company. So this week on Twitter, it is at V-Force Network. And on Facebook, Tony Superior, which I think is an excellent name. Awesome name. Tony Superior. He sounds like he could be on Survivor. He could be like Tacoma's burner. Tony, Yeah, right? Maybe it is. <laughs> Tony, Tony Tony Superior, Superior. who is Anthony Tacoma. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the playoffs because I got... I actually got an email from a couple of fans yesterday morning that sit with us and they said, um, Ooh, look at that logo. Wow. They actually said, did you get the information yet about the postseason?" And I said, no. And then like an hour later, I tweet about the postseason. They probably thought I was lying, but <laughs> I really did get the email yesterday. So without further ado, here is the information about the postseason. Oh my God. Anxiety. Why? You already know what it is. I know what it is, but I'm just anxiety that we're talking about the freaking postseason. Uh, you know what? Number one, Anyone who replies on Twitter, like you're jumping the gun. Like, when do you expect us to get that? You get this can't information not. Out? You have to be prepared. Do you want me to let the people know in like September 20th that imagine, they might go to the playoffs? Imagine next week? you did that, and the response there would be no. Well, no, we can't do that because the Mets need to need to figure it all out. So, uh, without further ado, postseason strips will become available for our group starting, I believe, this Friday, if not Monday. So here is the deal. The playoff structure has changed this year. Yeah, I as, still kind of don't totally understand it. Well, I kind of like it. Uh, I What I don't like is if the Mets are not the wildcard team, which I really hope they're not, it just gives them a lot of time off. To, and also, to my, my my understanding, even if you were to win your division, that doesn't necessarily guarantee you go to the NLDS. Like, if you have the lower record, you still play in the wildcard series? No, 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 no. You know, there's... Uh, that there is a wild, like the wildcard teams play each other usually yes. for one game. It's a series. Now it's a three game series. Right. So the winner of the wild card will play the second place. Uh, the, I don't know. Either way, I'm hoping it's on the Mets. Okay. So here's the deal. <laughs> okay. Uh, a full strip consists of 14 games. Okay. As I've, I'll break this down, I'm going to write a blog post after we finish the show, maybe this afternoon or tonight. Um, so, in the strip, you get three wild card games or none, depending on if if they play the games or not. But you have to pay for them in advance. You have to pay for them in advance, unfortunately, but that's just the way it is. Uh, three division series games or two, depending on if you have a home field advantage, four NLCS games or three, if you don't have a home field advantage, and four World Series games or three, if you don't have home field advantage. Right. So you have to assume always that they're going to be in the wild card game, even though we don't want them to, or wild card series. Oh, and that's how it works. Right. The wild card series is only played at one location. Yes. So the better the 
so let's say, it, for instance, the Mets and the Phillies are the wild card teams, mm-hmm. right? The if the Mets have the better record, all three games are at City Field. Okay, that's why you're buying the three, three seats, right? So um, the way it works is the Mets will require a ten percent. Um, is it ten percent? I thought it was forty. Oh, I'm sorry, a forty percent upfront payment, and then the sixty percent would be automatically charged if and when they advance to the NLCS. Mm-hmm. So. It's the NLCS, not NLDS. NLCS. Okay. So if they advance sales, they have to assume because then they have to cover the next right. batch of tickets right. that would be in your account. So 40% would be due by September 6th at 11.59 p.m. Damn. So that's a month. Yeah, we still have a month. Like I know. It, it just seems so soon. It is. It is very soon. So here's the deal. Um, the seven line members will will receive the partial season ticket holder rate, which is $2,528 per strip. And before you fall off the chair, that is only if they play every single game, which they're probably not going to play every right. single game. Um, it is $104 for the wild card and the division series, $136 for the LCS and $300 for the world series. Um, so and also that's a great deal the discount on that is, it's like a thousand dollar discount yeah so uh, it sounds crazy but it's a great deal so that's the story with that we talked about it we did the math in our group chat about what it actually cost in 15 mm-hmm. i think it ended up being about twelve hundred and fifty dollars yeah, because there was no wild card game also life is more expensive now well, everything is more expensive seven now. years ago yeah which is insane crazy so that's the deal two thousand five hundred and thirty eight 40% of that is $1,010. Um, also, we've gotten a lot of we've gotten a lot of emails. I made sure to confirm with the Mets. Let's say you have four seats on your account uh-huh. and you share it with your friend or your cousin, and they can't they can't swing it. It's gonna be a lot of work. Right. As Lizzie walks by. <laughs> Poor Lizzie. But I will take care of it. Um, not everyone on the account needs to get the strips. Like let's okay. say three of you can afford it, one of you can't, whatever. You're not gonna lose that seat for 2023. Right. Uh, but we'll have to then go to the Mets and say account four, five, six needs to be adjusted to three seats, not four, whatever, For drop this seat, whatever. Yeah. So out of our 600 plus seats, whatever is left over will then go to the public sale, which obviously wouldn't be until after September 6th. Right. So once we see what seats are open, who's going to opt in, who's going to opt out, whatever, then we will get a plan in place for the single game tickets. Those prices are more expensive than the member tickets. Mm-hmm. So the wild card and division series for members is 104. For non-members, it's 183. For members of the LCS, we would pay 136. Wow, it's a lot. It's a big jump. Uh, the non-members pay 236. Damn. That's a big jump. Was I that, wonder if that's was a that typo. NLCS or NLDS. That might have been. That is for the no. L- LCS. Oh, oh okay. A, LCS. Yeah. 136. This Damn. says 236. I don't know if that's a typo, but that's a $100 jump. I don't know if that's a typo. I'll double check. And the World Series for the members is 340. For non members, it's 354. It has to that, be a that typo. That has to be a typo. Yeah. yeah. So $354 tickets for the World Series. The only way that you'll be eligible to purchase these tickets on the single game option through the Mets.com is if you sat with us at some point at City Field in 2022, whether it's the opening day, whether or Subway Series, whether it's this Saturday coming up. So if you haven't sat with us yet, you have two more options to pick up tickets. We have October. We have August 31st against the Dodgers, which should hopefully be a big game because we're still trying to battle for top uh, record that's in the NL. so important. Very important. Uh, so that's for sale right now on Mets.com slash the Sevalon Army. There's under 100 tickets left for that one. And then the final home game, which I believe is October 5th, uh, final regular season home game. Right. So if you purchase tickets for either of those, you will be eligible to buy the playoff tickets. Will you? Is it guaranteed you'll get in? No. But you'll have like a one in, I don't know how many people buy tickets per game, but we have 300 something seats. Let's say it's 2,000, 3,000. You have like a one in 3,000 chance instead of one in a million chance. Right. So that's the story. If you want to sit with us, I will post a blog all about this coming up very soon. But postseason 2022 is coming up. Have faith. Believe in this team. We talked about it all seasons. Like, when are we going to play the good teams? Like, we've been rolling through the good teams. Yeah. This past five-game series with the with the Braves that the Mets fucking went four awesome. and we one. We didn't even really talk about how fucking awesome Oh, well, they got was. lucky, right? Yeah. Uh, Spencer so Strider uh, from what the Braves. A baby. Right. I'm sorry. Like, 
I'm sorry that you've been like, you know, hot shit for the Braves all season and you come in and DeGrom makes you look like a fool on his mouth <laughs> and the Mets offense makes a fool of you and whatever. And nice maybe mustache though. I like that. Like, yeah, the mustache is fine. I'm not going to make fun of the mustache. But like, are you kidding? Just wear the L and move on. Which I wrote down here because you know who did wear the L, which would have, I mean, honestly, if he, if he, I don't want to put it on all on his shoulders, but he actually did it on his own. Yeah. Taiwan Walker. Yes. After he gave up eight runs or whatever it was in the first two innings, yes. and the Mets had their backs against the wall. They did fight back. I think it ended up being like, which is honestly like score like five runs or something. Yes. Obviously that game was a loss in the loss column, but like I, I was talking about this, I think with my family, I can only remember one game and I think it was against the Cardinals that they were blown out from the beginning and it genuinely felt like, okay, this game's a wash every other game this season. They're never out of games. And that's so huge. Like he, you were down eight runs. We're like, okay, but like, it happened in the second inning. Thank God there's plenty of time to come back. And they almost did. So, yeah. And good for Taiwan Walker for just owning up to it, not being like, eh, yeah, absolutely. They got lucky. So I already am uh, looking at the calendar. And again, this is not a jinx because I don't necessarily th I, I believe that the, like this isn't me blowing smoke like, oh, he has, has to be positive. The seven line owner, whatever. I believe the Mets are going to win the NL East. Yes. I want to be there when they clinch. Agreed. I missed it in, in Cincinnati. We watched it together at Shoes House. Yes. But I want to be there. Mm -hmm. So whether it's going to be Oakland when we're there, which would be sick. Right. I don't know if the Mets are going to have like an eight-game lead. If that that would that's what it would take I, for them to win in Oakland. Yeah. If not, they can win in Atlanta on October second. Can I tell you? Which would I be was, sick. I was going to go to that series. I had plans to go to that series, and then realized I have to work that weekend. Like I forgot to put something in my schedule, but then went back and looked. Yeah, I was like about to book flights. My aunt lives in it in um in Georgia, like an hour from the stadium, and she had invited us to come down so we could go to that series. And I'm still kind of trying to figure out how that, to do that. area is so fun. I mean, honestly, it's it's not even really that close to Atlanta. I went for our outing, uh, however many years ago that was. I think it was like 17 or 18. But um, the battery, that whole area that they built up around the ballpark mm -hmm. is phenomenal. So if you can uh, make it out, if you happen to be down there, well, why don't we play a little game here? Let's okay. uh, we have like a couple minutes left. Uh, what does it say later? Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> when do you think the Mets, if they are going to clinch, let's just write it down now. When do you this think, is September, right? This is September. So this is the Oakland game. We're going to be there on the 24th. Okay. Then they come back against the Marlins. Then they play against the Braves in Atlanta. And then Washington. And the last then season. back. Yeah. And then Washington. So is it going to come down to that last weekend? Are they going to clinch in I think Atlanta? It, it really depends on how the Braves do. I And again, I don't know because that you would think be so about sick. it. At like the all-star break. I'd rather be there, obviously. I know. But like at the all-star break-ish, they only had like a half game lead. Like they had at one point like a 10 game or something leading they the least. Half a game it got down. Yeah. Three. And they lost it. So, and again, any seven game lead just since 2007 makes me anxious. Like I don't want them to have a seven, <laughs> seven game lead at any point. You know what? Let's do this. Let's not say it yet because let's do this next week. Yeah. This... I just feel like it's very possible. You don't know what could happen. Right. Well, let's do this next week then because. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what goes on with them. They had an off night last night. Yeah. The Mets are obviously playing today mm -hmm. and tonight. Where's today? Uh, against the Reds and tomorrow they have off on Thursday. Uh, they have the series against the Phillies this weekend. And then next week we've been circling this. They yeah. have four more games against the Braves. Yeah. So we'll talk Huge about it next week, week. Next week. Oh my goodness. Gigantic. Philly Braves. Must Philly. see TV next, obviously every day, but Next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all night games against the Braves in Atlanta all start at 7.20 p.m. So we'll see what happens. Let's not put our predictions in yet, but no. wherever they do clinch, because we know it's going to happen. I know. Whenever they do clinch, I want to be there, so I'm going to try to figure when it out. When is the last home game of the season? October 5th? No, that's the last. I think they play in D.C., no? Or is Hold it, is let, it me, at home? let me check. Yeah, but remember this, the schedule got pushed. Yeah, I know, but the last... Oh, that's at home. Oh, yeah. amazing. The last day of the season is home, October oh, 5th. Oh, so then, yeah. 4 410 start. It's not going to come down to I don't want day. it to take that long, but I want them to. When's the last home season series before that? Uh, it would just, September 28th. That would really just be so much easier for me. And then they would actually <laughs> they be able to, like, do it at home. they'd be able to kind of cruise because then, yeah. then they go to Atlanta. It's like, we already beat you. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Although you still, like, your record matters going into the postseason. Exactly. So you can't yeah, take your foot you off the there gas. You go. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wild. Fucking chop, you know, 
destroy go, go, them. Go to the throat. <laughs> um, so that's the story. We're obviously very excited. We're talking about postseason. If you happen to miss the details and you're like an hour late getting to the show, uh, I will put up a blog in a little bit about the playoffs. Also, if you're a season ticket member uh, with our group, I will send out an email specifically to you with information about what you need to do mm -hmm. to go into your ballpark app and, and secure these tickets. If you don't want every seat, again, you could drop seats if you don't need them. Uh, or if you want to find a friend that maybe wants to pick them up, that's totally fine. Again, we're going to be very, very strict on the reselling like we were in 15. Yes. If we find out that anyone in the group, in the members, uh, buys tickets to specifically flip them for a profit on like third-party sites, you're not going to be able to renew for even if you use TickPick. Yeah, we don't want it. Like <laughs> honestly, yeah, no, no sites. Yeah. We love TickPick, but no sites besides uh, just selling to friends for face value or putting yes. them up on our forum for face value. If we find out that you're selling them, flipping them, oh shit, we went over an hour. Uh, oh no! If we find that out, then we're gonna have to not let you renew for 2023. I don't know what I'm going to do about it. It's exactly Instagram. an hour. No. Can we cut it off? I don't know. All right. See you guys next week. Put Bye. Put in the books. See ya. <laughs>